0: Hello and welcome to Eden Exchanges, the business journey podcast by Eden Exchange. Today we spoke to Jacob Foster, who is the founder and managing director of FCF National in Australia, a service franchise providing fire and electrical services for all safety requirements as per legislation standards across Australia. Listen as Jacob delves into his background, why Jacob created the franchise, the unique offering of the model, the high-tech world of FCF National, and what makes the business such a great opportunity to get involved with. Listen on to find out more.
1: Welcome, everyone. My name is Raghu, and I'm joined by Alan on our team from Eden Exchange.
0: Hello, everyone.
1: Today, our special guest is Jacob Foster, who's the founder and managing director of FCF National. Thanks a lot for joining us today, Jacob. All right,
2: thank you for having me.
1: Excellent stuff, Nick. Firstly, Jacob, can you tell us about your background and how you came to be involved with the business?
2: Yeah, so um, starting as a, an apprentice electrician with the company I was with, they moved us around to all different aspects of the electrical industry. So it was from construction, general domestic electrical, um, through to PLCs as well. So that's robot building um, for different, all different companies. The last part of it was fire. That was three months before the end of my apprenticeship. What I could see from that is that the routine maintenance is what really, I suppose, excited me. Most electricians look to go out on their own after they finish their apprenticeship. And I had that in mind, but after seeing the domestic market and other parts of the electrical industry so up and down, it just wasn't going to work, I suppose, without that routine side of the business. From there, I I went on and did another four years in the fire industry for an international company to gain my licences here in Queensland. So I learnt a lot. They moved me around the, the state. I got to see a lot of different things in the fire industry and really enjoyed it.
0: All right, so what are some unique characteristics of the business? How do you stand out against your competitors?
2: For us in our industry, it really comes down to service and pricing if you can i suppose give the the service level that clients are after the pricing fades away from that and that's what we really focus on we've got systems that deliver all the reporting that a client needs which is what they they want to see also giving them the tools that they want to be able to not only save money but also peace of mind in the fire industry and that's things like Five-year warranties on extinguishers and five-year warranties on exit lights are probably the the two key things at the moment that's really changing. All right, fantastic. And you mentioned the you know the
1: services there. What type of specific services does Sef really stand out with? And and what type of clients and customers do you usually work with?
2: Our services really focus around fire extinguishers emergency exit lights, electrical test and tag. I like the routine side versus the construction side. Even though some of our guys do later go into the construction phase, we really focus on the service side because the service part of it with your um, fire portables is what they're called, which is usually extinguishers, blankets, hose reels. That sort of work is routine and it builds the backbone so you know that in six months' time I've got that work coming back in as well.
1: Okay, sure. And how do you go about securing that work as well?
2: We've got a, a few different avenues we use. We've got some online training platforms which helps generate leads for us as well. We've got our own marketing team just to keep costs down for the group basically. And we've cut we've got a, a marketing plan that we know works over and over. And the reason we know that is because we've done it multiple times now. But it's what typically happens in the fire industry when guys become successful. We know that the downfalls are the parts they stop doing and that's what allows us to get our foot in the door. And, of course, once we've got the foot in the door, it's up to our team to to keep others from entering that part of the territory as well and not making the same mistakes the
0: other guys make. All right, so how do you market yourself compared to other similar brands in Australia?
2: What we really focus on is the person that is running the the business. They're the business owner. They're the face of the business. And it's really about getting them out there and their personality. But at the end of the day, everybody in the fire industry has to follow the same standards. From that, it's then the knowledge of doing the training and making sure that that person who is the face of the business understands the, the industry and understands the questions What we've noticed throughout the industry is a lot of people just say, here's the standards, and they are quite easy to follow. So with that, people just go, well, this is all I've got to do. But once you actually go into the standards and you look at all the the cross-referencing, it does get quite complex. So if you're looking at one simple shop and you're thinking, oh, that's easy, all I've got to do is tag an extinguisher. But if somebody else comes in with more knowledge, they can look at other aspects and say, well, actually you've got to do this, 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 and this, which then turns into revenue as well. It also allows the client to be, I suppose, sleep easier at night knowing that their service provider has got their back. Yeah,
1: and where does the majority of your clientele or even revenue come from? So are you focusing on specific industries or specific parts of a stream?
2: We do. We break our, our market down and what we really focus on is, I suppose, any type of business that's audited because even though every business in Australia has to follow the standards, it's a lot easier for us when we have childcare centres, for example, are also audited and when they're audited, our work gets checked and make sure that it's been done, all repairs are, are done as well. It's a really good starting point before moving on to other businesses that aren't inspected.
0: All right. so you started the business back in 2008, how would you say the business has evolved since then? What would you, what was your initial goal with starting the business and how has that changed over the course of the time?
2: The initial goal was I suppose I had a young family. It was really just to have my partner not work and look after our children at the beginning while they were so young and that then it just evolved. We, Even though the GFC hit literally two weeks later, our baby was born. And my partner had finished work. I'd left my position and it was make or break. So we we did hit the ground running. It was a, a huge worry with the GFC hanging around all over our heads. However, it didn't stop us from picking clients up. And if anything, it was a, a positive thing in the fire industry while everybody else was slowing down. Business owners were looking to cut costs and we were walking in the door Literally with a better offer than what the international players can offer. So it was an easy win when you're 50% cheaper than your opposition. What's evolved is a lot. I suppose we've started with Excel spreadsheets, run with Simpro now. Those guys have been great. We've been with them 10 years plus. It's probably the systems hiring Trish about five years ago. Uh, Trish's back end work is just magical so for example we used to go test the extinguisher have to come home write up a quote send the quote out chase the quote up if the client didn't get back to us now our system it literally builds the quote as the technician fails the item the quotes built when you get home you just review it all the percentages are in there to know if you're making money on that job or not you can send it off if the client doesn't get back to you it reminds the client over a 30-day period to, to get that work done. So that's just one example of, of the system changing, but life is, is a lot easier for the guys starting now compared to when I started.
1: Yeah, that's the main reason people, one of the main reasons anyway people want to be involved with business like this. So obviously a lot of work has gone into the systems, the infrastructure, you know, the market testing as well. Uh, I mean, so what do you think the next stages are and how you're evol- evolving um, and as you grow? What's your vision for FCF as well?
2: One of our, on the side of our trucks, we do say that we're leaders in the fire industry. So things like that are, are new and coming out at the moment are VR headsets for fire training. And we were literally in them yesterday with the the provider we've selected. We've looked for a all across the world, like Europe, we've been in conversations. US, we've been um, having chats with those guys. And we've found a provider here in Australia, luckily, which is it's just amazing, the stuff that they're doing. And really, it blows your mind once you put on a, a virtual headset and you can literally select the right fire extinguisher, fight a fire, um, you can fight a jet fire, you can fight a kitchen fire, a, a house fire, depends on, on whatever the is you choose but that's one part of the, the technology we've we've built a self-quoting website we're the first ones to do that in the fire industry so that's under testing it's live on our site now but it's still we've still got a little bit of testing to go with that one to get it 100% perfect and we've got a fire app coming up which is really a game changer so there's a lot going on and that's really due to i suppose the support group within fcf isn't just the support office it's a think tank meeting that every franchisee is invited to each month we then come up with ideas of what we think needs to change in the industry and the think tank groups help implement those changes across um for the instant quote website stuff that's been an eight-month process but it's been well thought out so it's not one person's idea It's all the, the people in the group using their their minds to join together.
1: Well, I mean, there seems a lot of technology and systems focus, which is really fantastic. But in terms of the industry, what are some trends going on in it now in, in the fire safety, electrical safety industry? And what's FCF doing to stay ahead of the pack?
2: Uh, I suppose the, uh, the biggest trend was probably in 2010, is what we've seen when the the fire industry board moved to, this is in Queensland, moved to the QBCC. They then announced that within two years, people would be able to meet fire certifiers, which would cut down the time from four years to two. A lot of guys like myself um, did see it as a negative thing because you, you did do that time to get those specific licences. But what that... what Sitting on the couch, what we sort of thought about was, well, why don't we get these guys to join us? If we can join together, then we can actually take on the the two international companies that are really running the show in Australia. And that's been the biggest trend. Probably what we've seen is one of those international players has changed hands. And we believe that's because of companies like us enabling, I suppose, small business owners to... Link together and take on national contracts, and it's great for everybody. The client wins, we win, and best of all, all the money stays in Australia, it's not pushed out overseas.
0: Okay, and what can a typical franchisee expect when taking on a franchise such as FCF National? What type of support and training can you offer them?
2: The support and training is the biggest part of it. We do know that the first couple of weeks in training. There is a lot of balls thrown. The way we like to say it is that we'll throw a whole heap of tennis balls at you. You catch as many as you can and whatever ones you drop we will continue to to help you through to try and get up to speed with it all. The support doesn't stop. We're a twenty four seven hour twenty four seven business. So in the middle of the night if there's a pump problem, franchisees have got my phone number, They, they call if there's an issue with anything. So I think the biggest part is the support from a business it's not a package we didn't want to say here's a package off you go go run your own business what we wanted to do is join a group and make sure that the group supported each other throughout the, the process and that's really leaned upon in the first couple of years
1: and so now look a lot of people can be taken by the industry in terms of you know, it appeals to a lot of people um, to be involved with it and But from your end, who makes for a good franchisee? Who's the right type of person you're looking for?
2: The right type of person is really somebody that's driven. The drive is what pushes everything. We've had full-blown fire technicians. We've had fire engineers. We've had people come along with absolutely no experience at all. And to be honest, it still comes back to the person. It doesn't matter the knowledge base that you've got because we can help you pick up the knowledge We've got training modules from the last two years. We've got a, a monthly training group that everybody jumps in on. It's all recorded so you can catch up at any stage. And that's what we've found to be the best. That's why we don't limit it to, to say electricians or fire technicians, because some of the guys coming through that don't have those skill sets have been some of the guys that have really done well. So, yes, that attitude, that willing to have a go and also, you know, learn off your
1: systems. I mean, those are probably more important than, say, being a, a sparky or a, or a fire technician, or they all work hand in hand.
2: Yeah, really, it's still the drive. The drive does everything. If we look at, and you can see it on our website, the thefiresafetyfranchise.com.au, the return on investment has our first franchisee, John and Carmen. They were, came over from New Zealand, started a business, wiping down business windows. Um, we went to the the franchise expo in Brisbane looking for one franchisee to do a trial. <laughs> they were good enough to jump on board with us and probably seen the hardest part because we were learning off them as they were learning off us. But to see them walk away from their thirty grand investment with two hundred and fifty grand um five years, six years later, it just proves that you don't need to to know to be an electrician to be a fire technician, as long as you're willing to learn and you've got drive to achieve a goal, we can help you get there. And then, when, for example, if someone
1: makes an inquiry, or they, uh, well, I mean, what's the first step? Um, let me just ask it again. So what's your process when someone inquires with FCF in terms of showing them the business and getting them used to it? Uh, and once they do come involved, what's the next stage in making sure they're the right thing?
2: It starts with the confidentiality stuff, of course. Once that's signed, it's a general conversation. We just start with a basic phone call. After the phone call, as long as we we believe that we can fit that person into our culture, we'll then run through a Skype meeting. The Skype meeting typically takes an hour and a half, and we show everybody from the systems that we run from day to day to all the franchisees' historic data, how they've gone, where they've done well, um, where guys haven't followed the marketing plan and have ex- like really exceeded it, but they're not returning the money that we want them to return. So there's a, a whole process around that. Once we believe that we've got the right person and they believe that FCFs are fit for them, we'll do a discovery day. And really in that discovery day, we have a financial model of, and it maps out the next five years. So we sit down and we work out how much you want to earn, how, much you, uh, how many people you want to employ, do you want to warehouse in three or four years, and it maps out the whole thing. And as long as we can see that the numbers match to what we're trying to achieve, it's, it's a okay go for us.
0: So what piece of advice can you offer someone thinking about inquiring about FCF national franchises and how would they reach out to you to find out more information about the business?
2: The best advice I can give would be look at the Fire Safety Franchise website. We put as much information as possible onto that website. We want people to be educated to what our business is, uh, the earning potential of the business, and you can look at the history of um, how some of our franchisees are going. There's some really critical numbers on there. The old saying goes for every $1,000 you spend on buying a franchise, you should do an hour's research. So that website gives you a really good heads up or a head start to what FCF is about and what the industry is about, what services you can provide to people in your territory. And from there, there's a whole heap of different points on uh, the website on contacting us. So fill out one of those and we will uh, respond back from there.
1: So I'm just going to ask, this, this may be in a bit differently, but... Look, with all the issues going on in terms of, you know, the, you know the, for example, the, the, the recent um, fires in Australia as well as the ups and downs in the economy, um, you know, would you say it's almost a recession-proof style of business given the experience you had during the GFC and given what's going on now as well?
2: Yeah, definitely. I, I would have to agree 100%. And the only way I can do that is with my experience that the GFC rocked a lot of businesses and it was it had an impact on businesses, not only at the time, but what we've seen was every time the media would mention it, our electrical side of the business would just drop totally away. So what we did is we took our focus away from any electrical. So we've still got and Electrical in the business name but that predominantly goes back to exit lighting and testing, tag and that sort of thing. Really, what we've seen of late is no change at all. So even though we've seen the stock market take a huge dive and obviously wipe a lot of super off people's um, or value off people's super, it hasn't affected us one bit at all. Clients still need to be serviced. It's legislated and that doesn't change. As long as their business stays open, we have to show up. Excellent. Now,
1: there will be plenty of people listening to this, you know, thinking of taking the, taking the plunge into small business ownership with you. Uh, is there anything you'd want to say to them um, in terms of uh, before taking that plunge or what they should be thinking about? I know you mentioned to do the research, but anything in particular that you think may resonate with them?
2: I think it's the, the first step is always the hardest Buying a business or starting a business is is a huge decision in life and it's really about taking the leap. We've seen guys in our system who have come on board and they've decided, I'll test the waters and I'll run the business and I'll do it part-time in the back end. And they've been able to manage that by working two days a week in whatever industry they've been in and doing a couple of days with FCF. And it's not until you see people take the plunge that the numbers skyrocket like they literally triple if not go higher so what we do encourage people to do is to make sure that you've got your working capital and with our financial modeler you can see how the the bank should look over the first 12 months your bank account so we know when the stress periods are we also know when we start to see that stress relief come through and it's I suppose the, the biggest part is taking that leap. It's making the decision that, right, I am going to do this. Fantastic. Look, we do encourage anyone interested to head towards the
1: FCF website to find out more about the company. You'll all also have some contact us boxes near the podcast. So pop your details down and one of the team will be in touch with you ASAP to get your journey going with the company. Jacob, it's been a pleasure chatting to you. I think a lot of insight on the industry, the business, Um, And we'd love to have you on again soon because it sounds like you're on a a very good growth trajectory. So really do appreciate your time.
2: All right, thank you. All
0: right, thank you, Jacob. Thank you. Eden Exchanges was brought to you by the team at Eden Exchange. In this episode, we spoke to Jacob Foster, who is the founder and managing director of FCF National in Australia. A service franchise providing fire and electrical services for all safety requirements as per legislation standards across Australia. To find out more about FCF National or to discover other episodes for agent exchanges, head to our networking website, businessbyinvest.com. You can also subscribe to this series on iTunes or Stitches if you're using Android. Find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram for recent info on the buying, selling, and investing world. Thanks for listening.